0: Hello, guys. You think I would do this week without giving you a scarathon? Oh, hell no, girl. Or boy. Or whatever you identify as. I got you. I got you. I got you another scarathon. And this week, again, it's just me, but that's how I seem to roll 95% of the time. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Um, but before we do, I'm going to give you my thoughts in my question of the week, because that's also how I roll 95% of the time. So let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. So I'm going through like a huge closet purge right now. I'm getting rid of so much stuff. I've already gotten rid of so much stuff. Um, it surprised me. Um, but I'm trying to get rid of more than just my closet. Like, I got rid of a whole box of books. And I'm, I'm surprised I let go of that many, ooh, that many Stephen King books. I'm really surprised at myself. Um, but I did. And I'm proud of myself. That box of books had literally been sitting in my room, though, for almost a year. Because I cleaned my room, shoved it in my closet, like in the far back of my closet, forgot about it. And then... I was thinking I'll just slowly go through everything and donate it at the end. Um no, girl, I'm learning once you fill up a bag, get it out as soon as you can because then it just sits there and takes up room and then I end up going through all the shit and being like, "Oh no, I need this. What if I need this? What if I need this?" and then uh I don't. So <laughs> they were all books I'd read a million times. So it wasn't like, you know, things I've never read or things I didn't want to read. It's all stuff I already had read. That I enjoyed and I figure someone else might enjoy as well and uh, I need to go through my books again I know I know but as for clothes you guys I had like a zillion pairs of pants like I wound up keeping three pairs of like nicer like kind of more structured pants that weren't jeans I only kept three pairs of jeans. I had, like, seven pairs of jeans, one for every day of the week, but, like, I almost never wear them. And the three pair that I did wear, I kept, but the other four needed to go because, girl, I just wasn't wearing them. And then I have this whole drawer full of jeans that I'm not wearing. (laughs) Um, And I don't have room for the rest of my shit. So, um, yeah. I got rid of... No skirts, surprisingly. I kept all my skirts. I have one that I didn't really reach for at all this summer. But I decided to keep it because it's really cute and I'm going to try to wear it. So at the end of the summer, uh, or at the end of the year, if I haven't worn it, it's going to go bye-bye. Or by next year, it's going to go bye-bye if I haven't worn it. And then... I... I, so far, oh, I got rid of a giant trash bag full of shoes. I did not know I had that many shoes. Surprisingly, I did. I was ruthless with my shoes. I kept two pairs of high heels, one brown, one black. I kept two pairs of tennis shoes, like, just a regular random sneaker pair, and then my workout shoes, two pairs of boots, um... And then I did have a couple new pairs of flip flops at the beginning of summer, so I'm keeping those just to kind of give myself time to see how long I wear them. Yes, I'm going to say summer in this video because when you hear this, it is kind of pre-recorded or podcast episode. It is kind of pre-recorded. I know I'm so lame, but yeah. I have one pair of flip flops, one pair of little strappy sandals, and then two other pairs of sandals, and a pair of Crocs. The Crocs stayed. They're new, and I loved them. I thought I wasn't going to, but I did. They're so comfortable. Um, as for Project Burnout, still working on it, still using up all the candles that don't have lids. Um, let see what else. Yeah, I gotta do more laundry and go through the rest and go through all of my hanging clothes. I did surprisingly get rid of a lot of dresses. Because again, I have my few that I love that I can wear all the time. No makeup, a lot of makeup, dressed up or not. Those are the ones I tend to usually wear if I'm going to wear a dress. Because like I said, I don't have to dress them up. And they can just like be loose, comfy dresses. And then I have a few like nice dresses that I kept just because... You know, sometimes you need a nicer dress to wear to stuff. Um, And then surprisingly, I kept and Aaron kept a lot of my grandpa's old clothes after he passed away. Surprisingly, I got rid of quite a few of my grandpa's old things because just because I did keep a few main things that I knew I would wear and I knew I would appreciate, but... I think I was keeping all of it just because, you know, it was my grandpa's and most of it I wasn't wearing. I was just keeping it just to keep it. But like, wouldn't they go better for someone who would appreciate them and wear them? And the few pieces that I would wear, I did keep. But like, I don't need to hold on to everything. Like I have memories of him. I have pictures of him. I don't need tons of clothes that I'm not going to wear just because I want them to remember him. Like I, like I said, there's a few key little pieces that I did keep um, and a few special things that I did keep, but everything else I did kind of donate because, you know, like I said, there's someone out there who will appreciate it, someone out there who will love it, and what you sit to me taking up space in my closet just to look at None. None use. That's what it is. So, um, yeah, that being said, I'm still going to continue with this closet purge and I will update you. So far I have a drawer and a half empty in my dresser. And when I do more laundry and get rid of more stuff and have more room, I will let you know. So my question for this week is how many times a year do you clean out Your house and just declutter everything, not just your clothes, not just your, you know, do you ever just go through your house and just throw away so much shit or donate so much shit? Because I like to try and do that, but the last couple of years I've kind of just not done that. And I know a lot of people did that in 2020 and during the lockdown and 2021, like after the lockdown, but It's taken me a long time to just like really get back into doing that because I used to do it every couple months, go through stuff and get rid of it. And I was like, just not doing it for a long time. So over the last year and a half or so, I've accumulated a lot of stuff that I didn't realize I wasn't using or didn't have room for. And now I'm like stepping back and being brutally honest with myself and it feels good to let go of stuff. So do you do that? Because I know there's some people in my life who just hoard stuff in their pack rats, and they don't get rid of anything. And I look at them, and I'm like, "How can you not do that? Like, where where does it all go? Like, some people, like man, they'll I I watch them buy tons of like w- whatever it is, like clothes or knickknacks or whatever else, and then just like never get rid of anything. It's crazy to me. <laughs> Anyways, so what is your favorite thing to buy? And do you let it pile up? And yeah, and now on to our uh editing me with our anchor ad. Here we go. A message from our sponsors. From me. Alright, if you couldn't tell by that lovely little transition, it is now time to get into this creepy, spooky, scary shit this week. Or what I perceived at the time to be creepy, spooky, scary shit, so let's go. So we've all seen or read the book Christine. You guys know that? Christine by Stephen King, The Haunted Car? Well, guess what? I myself have dealt somewhat with a haunted car and then last night I watched on Disney plus the so weird episode about the uh, car that was thinking for itself and driving itself to the hospital and shit and it made me think of this story so um, when I was in my 20s I got my parents old minivan The one that we took on our trip out to visit Jan's family in Oregon and Washington. Yeah, that one. And they bought it brand new, so I don't know if I just, like, picked up a random hitchhiker, like a spiritual hitchhiker, or what happened. But this two instances that made me really, um, kind of freaked out. The first one happened with Hans from Frozen, and... We used to go and do our, like, all-night adventures where we'd go walk around and just shoot the shit and have fun, whatever, in the middle of the night, all night, until the sun came up. And it was always fun until this one night I drove him home. This night, just little things here and there had gone wrong, and they always happened to be, like, you know, getting weird vibes, like, in my car, or, like, just getting weird vibes around the car or just like just weird shit having to do with my car like at one point the radio when we turned it off or on and it wouldn't come back off or on and like other stuff like that the volume wouldn't work and it had never done that before and I thought it was super weird and after a couple minutes that went away and I'm just like okay cool not a big deal Machines malfunction. the van itself was kind of old anyways, so I'm like, whatever, it's like an older vehicle. Sometimes, like I said, wiring goes wrong, stuff malfunctions, and the weird vibes, you know, I occasionally get weird vibes sometimes just out and about just randomly, so it wasn't a big deal to me. And I dropped him off at home, I'm driving home, and out of nowhere I just get the weirdest feeling, the most uneasy feeling, and I'm driving. I'm driving, by the way, driving home, and I look up in my mirror, like my little rearview mirror, because I'm like, the hell? You ever just get the feeling that you, someone is just staring you down, and when I look up there, just almost like flash in, flash out, split second, one frame of the of the scene was this pair of eyes. Don't know. I don't know what the frick was going on with that, but it scared me so bad. I pulled over, went through my entire van. There was nobody in the van with me. It was just me. Um, I had to unspook myself. The sun came up a little bit more and it was less dark, so then I just finished driving home and went to sleep because that that spooked me out, honestly. And then comes the second thing that made me really realize this was just like a weird haunted van. Um, essentially what happened is, this is the last kind of, I don't want to call it like an all-night adventure because we didn't go all night. It was like our last hurrah for the girls' night's adventures. So Glorin and I hung out for a little bit again in 2013. We kind of reconnected. And just like last week's story, just because she was coming around and was kind of back in my life didn't mean she needed to come back into my life or need that I needed to make up with her. What happened was um, she randomly called me out of the blue. She was leaving the guy that basically was being controlling and somewhat manipulative to her and being like emotionally and mentally abusive to her. And so she decided, you know what, since I'm going to leave him anyways, I want my best friend back. Let's hang out. Um, turns out she just moved on to his mentally and emotionally abusive sister and became friends with her. And that girl decided she didn't like me, whatever. Um, but Lauren and I, one night, she'd came to my house to stay the night when I lived with Aaron's parents and we, we know how explosive they were. They were fighting. There was a bunch of shit going on. There was a bunch of tweakers around. So Lauren and I were like, fuck, let's get out of here. Let's go do a girl night adventure, like go walk around a little bit. So we parked my van at the park Hans from Frozen and I would always park at. And we took off walking. And as we're walking, you know... I start to run out of cigarettes, because I did smoke at the time. I had one pack of cigarettes left that were unopened that I was supposed to give to Aaron, but I was just like, you know what? He can deal. I need one. Searched through my purse. I knew I'd had them in my purse. They were gone. So I'm like, fuck. Like, I dropped an entire pack of cigarettes. Fuck my life. Like, and Lauren says, how do you know you didn't drop them in the van? And I said, I didn't know that, so we searched the entire van four or five different times. Those cigarettes were not there. They were gone. We then got locked out of the van. Luckily, I had my keys on me, but here's the thing. We got locked out of the van, but I had not locked the van. So who did? What did? Because we had just been in the van, and it was not locked. And then we got out to walk through the park and look for the cigarettes, and we come back like a minute later and it is locked. So I unlock it. We search through the van again one last time. Still not there. So we shut the van and we're sitting there like, fuck, what do we do now? When Lauren says, okay, let's just go back to your house. Like, there's nothing we can do at this point. They're gone. Like, let's just go. So we go. To get back in the van, we opened my van door for me to get in the driver's seat. And guess what? Sitting straight up, like, not like on its back, how you would usually lay a pack of cigarettes, but like straight up and down, like standing. was the pack of cigarettes. Now, like I said, we'd searched that van, we'd turned it inside out, we had went through this park that we were at, Part of the way that we walked down, we walked back a little ways, and they were gone. They were not there. So how these ended up back in the van, I have no idea. Trickster spirit? That's my only guess. Um, but after this, I still would get the weird vibes in the van, and Glorin was telling me, like, on the way home that she was getting the weird vibes from the van, and I was just like, Me too, girl, me too. And so we got home, we crashed, we got up the next day, and we googled ways to basically deal with this. And, um, the way I dealt with it is I just started saying hi and bye and like, Basically communicating to whatever was there, like just so it didn't feel ignored because I kind of figured whatever it was wanted attention. It just didn't want to be ignored. And as soon as I started doing this, all the weird vibes went away and everything kind of quit happening. So, you know, I kind of just took a shot in the dark with a guess and was right. And, um, yeah, yeah. So that happened. Alright, so this one again is kind of centered around me losing a pack of cigarettes. Because why is it always a lost pack of cigarettes that ends up in just weird stories? Um, this one had nothing to do with the ghost. It literally did not. So essentially what happened is we were on an all-night adventure, lost my cigarette, um... So Chris and I kind of backtracked to both of the walnuts in town, and we had been to both of them. Could not find the cigarettes that I dropped there. Um, So we went back to this park that we would go hang out at, and when we left this park, it had been deserted. We'd been there for a good two or three hours earlier, and it had been deserted that entire time. There was nobody there. Um, So we start walking through the park, again, with our phone flashlights on, just going every inch of this park, and as we do, we walk up on this guy. He was so silent, we had no idea he was there, Um, and it literally startled us, and we're like, oh, sorry, dude, blah, 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 and he's just like, just stared at us, didn't respond, didn't, just stared at us. So we're like, oh, shit, okay, Um, we got kind of weird vibes from him, so we turn around to leave, and as we're turning around... Three more guys come walking up, and again, they were so silent, we did not hear them coming at all, so we turn around to leave, because I told Chris, like, I'm good without the cigarettes, like, we can just go, this, this is freaking me out. So we turned to leave, and as these three dudes come walking up, what happens to be right there on the ground by my feet? The cigarettes. So I grabbed the cigarettes, and we just take off running to my car, get in my car, and we just got the fuck out of there pretty sure what we were witnessing was some sort of drug deal or something go down because this park was not in a good area of our city at all. It was kind of next, not really in a bad area, but next to kind of a bad area. So we were just like, okay, okay, this is not a good time. We need to go. So we did. Um, But long story short, we were thoroughly creeped out, but did get my cigarettes back. <laughs> Um, it's a pretty short story. So this one, again, I got lost in the middle of nowhere, but it was worse because it, I'll just explain. So essentially my, I'd had a really tough day. The kids were really, really poorly behaved that day, weren't listening at all. Just having a hard day. I as well was having a hard day. My nerves were already shot. I only had a very, just barely enough gas to get home as it was, and I missed a turn to get to the main road where I needed to be at, and got basically sent into all these little back roads in the middle of nowhere with only very little gas, and two kids asleep in the back seat, and it's getting dark, so like I said, my nerves were shot. My anxiety was shot. Um, I just, the only thing I can do is just keep driving. And I'm literally in my car as I'm driving, crying, panicking because I'm like, what if I run out of gas out here? Like I can't, I can't stop because I don't know where I'm at and I'm panicking. And at one point, because literally the land I was in was all like kind of between where my family lives and where I live now in the mountains is all just like farms. So I'm like, fuck, like I'm out in the middle of nowhere. If I just keep driving and running out of gas, I can't leave my car because my kids are in my car. But there's literally for miles, no homes to be seen. It's all just fields. And how am I going to drive up to someone's house and ask for help? How am I going to call for help? Because my phone has Very little battery life left and not a great signal way out here. So, like, what do I do? Like, and I'm panicking and I'm crying and I'm praying and I finally just pull over and I Google map where I'm at and how to get to the main road and literally when I Google mapped where I was at, I was literally like a five-minute drive away from the main road and the road I was on was just going to lead me right to it, thank God, but... I had to sit there for a minute and collect myself. I was so scared. I was just like, like... Like I said, my anxiety and my nerves were already shot from the day I'd had. And I was just like... I just had a feeling like this is not going to end well for me. Like I'm going to be stuck out here. And all I could think of is like all these scenarios of like in the middle of nowhere. Like the guy with the hook hand's going to come and take my head. Like and I'm here with my kids, like, in the middle of nowhere, I'm going to be stuck in the dark with my two kids, and my car is going to be dead, like, how am I going to escape, how am I going to be safe, how am I going to protect my kids when it's literally just me in my car, and a car that can't even go anywhere, like, we're all going to starve to death, like, we're all going to die out here, and all I remember is once I got to the to the freeway, I was so fucking happy, I was just like, or not the freeway, the highway, I was so fucking happy, I just drove my happy little ass home, and I got here, literally right when I got home, I realized how low on gas I was, I was literally in the red on gas, and I was just like, just so glad the day was over with, I came inside, and I just cried, and cried, and cried, after I put my kids in their beds, and I was just like, so happy that I got home, In one piece and that my kids slept through the whole thing and didn't see me panicking. Like, it was literally so scary. Like, I've never been so sure that I was screwed in my entire life, but I was just like, you know, this sucks. Like, at least if I was on the highway and I ran out of gas, people are going to be, you know, driving by you. You're on a highway. And at least on the highway, there's phone signal. But way out where I was, there was no signal. Barely, um, my phone was so slow, it took, like, a few minutes of me just parked in the middle of the road, trying to Google map where I am, and literally, it was so in the middle of nowhere, no other cars came, there was no people, no nothing, but it was getting dark, so I was just like, you know, I'm screwed, but then I wasn't, oh my god, and I really hope this never happens to me again, um, And here's the thing is I had money for gas and I had, I was so sure I was going to get home, like without any issues. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there because I'd had such a hard day. I just wanted to go home and, uh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have stopped for gas and did what I needed to do and then headed home. But, you know. Sometimes when your anxiety is bad and your nerves are shot, you don't think about, like, I just need to do this to be safe. Like, I just need to, you know what I mean? And sometimes, like I did, you get lucky, but very easily that could have went bad and it did not. (sighs) Alright, so we all know I've been getting into, like, candles and, like, cleansing and blessing the home type of stuff recently, and, uh... We all know there's been some ghost stuff going on here at my house. So let me give you a little update on our ghost. A couple nights ago, I was just laying down trying to go to sleep. Um, and all of a sudden, I see a shadow in the room where there shouldn't be a shadow. And I was trying to go to sleep on the couch. But probably shouldn't have been, but I did. But... Anyways, I hear something in the kitchen, like a minute after I see this little shadow, and I'm like, what is that? I heard two things fall, hit the counter, and then land in the floor, and I'm like, what was that? What the frick was that? What the frick was that? And I was too scared to get up and check. So I laid there on my spot, on the couch, too scared to get up, too scared to move, until Aaron got home. And the next day when I got up, guess what I realized? This fool, whoever the fuck is here, whatever the spirit is, threw a cup out of the cabinet and my bag of sage, my dried sage that I use. So, if that's not saying something, I don't know what is. (laughs) Alright guys, after one good long spooky ghost story, and then a couple small little creepy stories, it's time for me to say goodbye. So I will see you guys in a couple of weeks, I'm going to take a couple weeks off, and then uh, come back. So I hope you guys stay spooky, and I hope we can... Have some fun this Halloween. Happy Halloween, you guys. I will see you next time (laughs) in a couple of weeks. All right. Bye, guys.